guess who's back yep i know it's been a while uh so yeah just had a lot of things going on let's move the mic over here so you can probably i don't know maybe hear me uh been a lot of stuff going on uh, been traveling but wanted to take a moment to do a kind of mid-season report card on everything that's been going on. And from here moving forward, uh, we will be creating a lot more shows, podcasts, things like that. Um, you're going to see a lot more of me. So if you do like what you see, make sure to hit the subscribe button, whether you're listening on the podcast feed or whether you're watching on social media, YouTube, etc. Just hit the subscribe button if you like it. If you don't, cool. I know. It's all good. Uh, so first and foremost, I want to take a moment and send out my thoughts and prayers to the family of the Shockwave jet truck who unfortunately um, had a crash over the weekend and the driver was uh, unfortunately had passed away was killed because of the accident i don't have a lot of details i have seen some photos in regards to um, a rear tire coming apart i don't know if those are photos that everybody else has seen Hence why I have not put them out, um, but I have seen some photos of that. Um, again, another another huge loss to the motorsports industry. Along with last week, we lost Bill Bader Sr. Um, if anybody's gone to Norwalk before, you know the Bader family. Um, they are really drag racing. I mean... If you want to talk about a family who knows how to put on a show and understands that motorsports is entertainment, go to Norwalk. Yes, you will hear me drinking my soda because it is wretchedly hot uh, right now. So what's been going on this year? I mean, we're already halfway through the year. We're I'm recording this on July 5th. Uh, so like I said, we're halfway through the year. And, uh, so we've got NHRA to talk about some PDRA to talk about some Midwest to talk about. I mean, there's, there's just a, I guess you could call it a plethora of things, uh, that we could discuss today. I'm not going to go too long on this. Uh, most of you guys see what's going on when you open up the internet every day, whether it's on your phone or, uh, whatever it may be. So. What has been going on? Uh, let's start out with Midwest because I spend a whole lot of my time over there. Midwest Drag Racing Series had a huge event in St. Louis. We call it St. Louis. It's actually Madison, Illinois. Um, and they call it, I don't even remember what they call it. I want to say like Worldwide Technology Raceway. I, I still call it Gateway. I'll always call it Gateway. Just like, you know, I'll always call um, Wrigley Field, Wrigley Field. and. Uh, to me, the stadium in Milwaukee will always be Miller Park unless you grew up with County Stadium and then you have both. So we'll call it Gateway. Huge show. It was great. Uh, had the front engine top fuelers there. Um, had uh, top fuel motorcycles there. 
pro mods, alcohol, funny cars, top dragster, top sportsman, all the good stuff. Uh, that was a hell of a show. Uh, right after that, uh, I took a trip out to Colorado. That I will probably discuss on tomorrow's show, actually. Uh, my time out at Pikes Peak. So what's going on with Midwest? Well, obviously, as you guys um, are all aware by now, back in Kansas, there was an accident and a driver, a friend of mine, Ronnie Hobbs, unfortunately um, succumbed to his injuries from said accident in Kansas. So that race, uh, obviously, it has not been completed and I have talked to Ellen and I believe that in the next week or two, they will announce what their plans are as far as completing that race. Uh, just going to pull up current points for you and see where we're at right now. Uh, again, some of this for the Midwest is not going to be spot on because we don't have the great bend race there. What I will tell you as of right now is holy shit. So I'm looking at the pro mod points for 2022 in, in Midwest. And I, I listen again, we don't have the great bend race in there. Uh, and if you want to talk about a pro mod race going on right now, Midwest is where it's at. Dustin Nesloni is at 377 points. Stan Shelton is at 375 points. And Daniel Ferris is at 370 points. I didn't stutter. That is seven points between three cars in ProMod. It's going to be an interesting back half of the season because Midwest will have to figure out what they're going to do with the Kansas race. And they've still got the Martin, Michigan race. Uh, they've got Tulsa and they've got XRP world finals at XRP. So, uh, we're about mid season through that again, not a hundred percent sure what they're, I have a good idea what we're going to do, uh, over there in regards to the Kansas event, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I'm not going to say anything that's on Ellen to, uh, divulge all of that and let you guys know what was, uh, what's going on. But, uh, and, and honestly, I mean, you know, anything is possible still with at least three, possibly four, not sure how that'll work, but at least three races. I mean, you've still got, uh, Aaron Wells, Stephen Whiteley, Keith Haney, and Todd Martin all within, uh, 120 to 150 points also. So it's not, uh, it's not out of question for us to see five or six drivers go into XRP late in the season uh, with a shot at the pro mod title. Again, if you look over at their funny car, their alcohol, funny car standings, Bellamere, who is um, the previous world champion in well, NHRA and Midwest has won um, world championships in both. Sean sits at 330 points. Annie Whiteley is at 313, and Chris Marshall is at 291. Any of the three of them could easily win, you know, end up winning this championship. Brian Brown and Jim Whiteley 
are less than 100 points behind Chris Marshall. So it's really anybody's game in regards to the funny car side of things as well. Uh, top sportsman Rod Moore is leading the pack. I, I'm not going to say comfortably because Robert Irby is at 267 while Rod Moore is at 319. So, uh, and then uh, Michael Chitty is at 260 with Mark Griffin at 250. So there's definitely uh, going to be some competition the rest of the year in top sportsmen. Top dragster, Anita Strasberg and Dan Phelps uh, and Delana Whiteley are all fighting it out right now. Uh, Anita at 340, Dan at 327, and Delana at 299. I have a feeling that, again, that's going to be a class. I think most of these classes are going to come down to the world finals um, at XRP. Our junior classes, Alexis Kesterson is 60 points up on Jonathan McLean and Brody Zimmerman, who are both tied at 180. Uh, so, and again, with Martin being such a long haul for a lot of our juniors, it'll be very interesting to see uh, how the points end up working out with that. I'm not sure who is all coming to Michigan, uh, which is Midwest next race in September. And then the uh, Sportsman Juniors, Tyler Wells, uh, Kale Moberly, 280 and 210 respectively with Kenzie Wells at 150 uh, behind them. So Tyler is uh, is doing quite well. Kale, obviously within earshot if you, re- if you really think about it. So see how, see how all of that goes and who shows up for what. Um, I think we're going to jump over to PDRA again. One of the best uh, racing series in uh, in all of drag racing. So it's very good to see. I've been to a few uh, a few PDRA races this year. I will be going to let's see Galat in Virginia, I believe. Still not going to Virginia this month. Actually, going to be going to a car audio. competition thing uh instead that weekend at knoxville for the uh it's the excess power open house so if you guys are in the knoxville area in a couple of weeks and want something to do head over to the drag strip it'll be a good time pdra pro nitrous hold on oh that's right this shouldn't be any surprise jim halsey with a 412 point lead over mike achenbach uh, right now, and a uh, five five hundred point five hundred and thirty five point lead over Tommy Franklin. So Jim is uh, Jim is definitely in command uh, and shooting for un- yet another Pro Nitrous Championship over in PDRA Pro Boost Pro Boost King Tut Todd Tuttero. Sitting ahead of Melanie Salemi by, uh, we'll call it 248-ish points uh, with uh, Robert uh, Gallegos at 1356, which puts him 301 points behind King Tut. And then Preston Tanner and Johnny Camp round out the top five in Pro Boost over in PDRA. Again, they have... 
I want to say they have four races left. Um, let me pull up their schedule quick and I'll tell you. If you hear the clicking in the background, it's because I use a mouse because I'm just weird like that. So they've got Virginia this month. They've still got Maple Grove, Galat 2, and Virginia 2. So yes, they do still have four races as well. Uh, looking over at their pro stock class, let's see what we got going on in the pro stock points. Pro stock points, Placino over Tony Gillig by about 208-ish points, 206-ish, I'm sorry, 206 points over Tony Gillig, J.R. Carr, uh, another 60 or 70 behind Gillig with Chris Powers and Elijah Morton rounding out the top five over there in Liberty Gears Extreme Pro Stock. Pro 632. Pro 632 has been a hell of a... And this is going to be a story that we're going to talk about for years. I'm telling you right now. If you have not been following PDRA's Shameless Racing Pro 62, you are missing out because this is the season of the ladies over in Pro 60, Pro 632. I apologize. Kind of fumbling my words right now because I'm kind of excited. I'm 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 excited about this. I don't like to really focus on the women in drag racing, men in drag racing. I think that's just kind of played out, though I know a lot of my uh competitors at other outlets really like to use that as a selling point for uh click click clicks. I, on the other hand, do not. Amber Franklin, Amber Franklin, Tommy, Tommy and Judy's daughter is leading the points. She's at 1860, followed by Lexi Tanner at 1545. These two, I think you're going to see these two battling each other all the way down to Virginia World Finals for that 632 championship. Now, I'm not saying that Alan Drinkwater or Walter Lanigan don't have a shot at it because mathematically, absolutely they do, especially with four races left. It's still anybody's game. But these two ladies have just been on an absolute tear this season, and I don't see that slowing down. And I think it's great for the sport. I think it's great for PDRA. Um, I think it's just, I think it's a great thing to have these two young ladies battling it out. And they're close friends too, which is really, really great. But seeing these two battle it out for a points championship this season I think that's what we're going to be talking about um, for for a long time, is even in the off season. So, pro nitrous motorcycle. These guys are insane, by the way. These men and women that ride these things are just nuts. Like I stand there and go, nope, not for me. Not a chance in hell. You'll, I can, I can do that. I can, I can cause damage on four wheels. I don't need to to do it. Uh, Paul Gast is leading the points, uh, 782. I'm going to screw up this name. Uh, Michelle, Michelle Alzabar, Alzabar. Yes. I believe, uh, second place at 715, Travis Davis, 681 last year's world champ, Chris Garner Jones at 604. So mathematically still a lot of people in the game over in, uh, pro nitrous motorcycle. Always, always a fun class to watch. Pro Street. If you guys liked old school Outlaw 10.5, Pro Street is your jam right here. I'm telling you right now, it, it is 
it is worth the price of admission to watch Pro Street. Um, what do we got? We got Tim Essek. Tim Essek sitting at top with 1,021 points, followed by Bill Riddle at 813, Ty Casper at 770, and the Cannoli Express, Nick Agostino at 616. Those are your top four and mathematically still solidly in it. So, because then there's a big uh, drop-off. But this class is constantly, constantly growing. I think you're going to see huge fields next year um, in regards to Pro Street. Because, like I said, I grew up with Outlaw 10.5 and classes like Pro Street. It, it's well worth the price of admission. Go, You go just to see this. It's great. Now I'm spilling my drink all over the table. I'm just a shit show today. It's been a while. So let's see if, okay, they do not have their newest class. I think it's Super Street. I don't remember what they're calling it, Um, but they've only um, held it at one event so far. So that might be why it's not updated yet. Um, I'm not going to go over all the top sportsmen, top dragster, because that's, again, they've got their elite top sportsmen, their regular top sportsmen, their elite top dragster, so on and so forth. Um, but again, some great points battles in PDRA. They do still have four races left. So yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a shootout to the end in both, uh, the Midwest drag racing series and PDRA. I definitely recommend, uh, getting to one or both of those series checking them out great ownership great management amazing drivers they both put on just a hell of a show moving over to something that i don't normally talk about a lot i've started to pay a little bit more attention not a whole lot but a little bit more attention no prep kings and would you believe it i mean i mean would you believe it ryan martin is yet again sitting on top of the points and no prep kings now they do have some time off uh i honestly couldn't tell you how long i don't i don't remember but they've got a little bit of time off right now but yeah ryan as far as what i can tell because they don't it they don't release points anything like that it's kind of a you figure out how the points work and there's always somebody on the internet who will uh, tell you exactly how how and where all your drivers are standing. Um, some new cars have been coming out in No Prep Kings. Obviously, some uh, just, just, I swear to God, Justin Swanstrom has the worst damn luck. The kid can drive a car, and I tell you, he uh, he shows intestinal fortitude for how how many times they've had to fix that Lexus this year turn around and get back to a race and he's still doing, he's still doing quite well. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what happens in the future with no prep Kings. I know that, um, the free Fred, if you have not been, uh, paying attention to much, much of anything, you've probably still seen it on the internet, the whole free Fred thing. Manny Bujinga is 
unargue. I, I don't know how you argue with this. I mean, he goes, he shows up, he wins. Uh, the futures, the big tire, whatever. I, I don't, they got so much stuff going on over there. I, I can't keep track because I don't pay enough attention. Manny is trying to get into the invitational show. And I understand it's TV and you got to spend your time doing whatever and yada, yada, yada. But yeah, uh, he is, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens when and if they finally let him on the invitational part. It's not like he's going to show up there and just run away with shit. But if you want to talk about somebody who is going to be a strong contender to uh, square off against Ryan, Justin, Kai, Lizzie, uh, Scott Taylor, some of those big names who have been doing it a very long time, you watch. Manny is Manny will come over there and do exactly that. So, to Ryan, enjoy it because uh, there's a lot of people gunning for you, and I know that you love the competition. Um, so yeah, I mean, Justin is uh, Justin's going to be gunning for you. You got Kai and Lizzie. Um, Jeff Lutz really seems to be stepping it up lately. And I don't think they're going to let Manny in this season to the Invitational. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was there next year and doing quite well. I mean, he can drive. He's got a fabulous team. So I'm just saying. It'll be interesting. And we will have Manny on one of these days. Um, I've really been trying to avoid the, not avoid the free Fred thing, because I think it's great. I think I think Manny just does a great job at self-promotion, and you almost don't need to when you go out there and prove it. But I want to have Manny on one of these days, and we're going to talk all about that. Um you know, kind of a no holds barred, no bullshit. What's going on type of deal. Um, you know, I have my qualms with, and I'm moving and now I'm moving away from, um, no prep Kings because I, I don't know, you know, there's not much else to talk about in regards to that at this point. We're going to move over to NMRA and NMCA. I know. I haven't been there in a few years. They pissed me off a few years ago. They pulled some dick moves. So did the series photographer. And that's why our outlet has not um, been on property at any NMRA or NMCA events since, I think, the end of 2019, honestly. Um they just pissed us off. And, and when I say they, and when I say they pissed us off, they pissed me off. And I just said the hell with it. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to bother with them, which sucks because I still have a lot of friends who race over there. So let's get into NMRA. First, we're going to go and look at, and we're not going to look at every class. <laughs> so if I leave your class out, don't call me and get all butthurt about it. Um, Edelbrock Renegade, Joel Greathouse. 
Joe Greathouse has is running away with this class. I mean, it's it's really that simple. He's he's almost twelve hundred points ahead of second place, uh, Becky Cram. And I mean, he's at twenty six forty, and Becky's at fourteen fifty. So Joel is really running away from uh, the rest of the class, which honestly doesn't surprise me. Um, Joel is such an amazing competitor, and um. Yeah, so that is what it is. Limited Street. Uh, looks like Samantha Moore has got a heavy lead over uh, Stacy Roby. 675-point uh, lead right now. Now, just so you guys understand, like, let's take race four. Samantha ha- garnered 580 points at that race. So... It's not, it's not one of these, you're only getting a hundred points a race type of deal. You can, you know, if something were to happen to Samantha, Stacy could easily make up that deficit in one race. Though they do only have two races left this season. One being their Bowling Green World Finals. I don't remember what the hell the other one is. Um, That's how, that's how bad I am at paying attention at this point. Charlie Booz Jr. and Shane Stymus, uh, one and two in what to me is the most exciting class in all of drag racing, which is uh, G-Force Racing Transmissions Coyote Stock. Uh, if you don't know what Coyote Stock is, check out our website. I've done articles on Coyote Stock. Check out NMRA's website. Coyote Stock is just awesome. Uh, Charlie has got a good 745-point lead over Shane, but again, anything can happen especially in that class. Uh, right now, what are we looking at? We're looking at uh, factory stock. Mike Bowman. Mike Bowman with a, well, about a 350-point lead, which is not much in the grand scheme of things, over Chris Nyber. I'm sorry, Chris, if I completely fucking trashed your name. And then John Leslie Jr. sitting in third. John, who is... I, I think John should get some award for um, longevity in NMRA and putting up with all the bullshit. Um, those are it for your heads up classes. Again, I could go through all the index classes, but I'm not going to because there's just um, the fact is, I think both NMRA and NMCA both have entirely too many classes. And yeah, it it is what it is. Hey, at least their website's a little bit easier to use this year. I'll tell you that much. So, um, let's move oh, moving over to NMCA. NMCA has got pro mods and sitting a number one in pro mod, Derek Ward, followed by a tie for second with uh, Tom Blanco and Chip King at 900 points, about almost a full 400 points behind Derek Ward. But again, 400 points at an NMCA race isn't anything. And that's through three races. Apparently, NMCA still has three races left. Uh, They haven't had their race number four, or these points just aren't updated as of now. I don't, I don't, I'll last update it in May. So no, I doubt, uh, why the hell are these fucking points not updated? Let's, let's see something here. And you wonder why, uh, 
people get frustrated about shit. Oh, no, I apologize. Their fourth race is actually in a few weeks. That's right. NMCA takes the whole month of June off. Uh, Martin, Michigan, July 21st to the 24th. Martin, Michigan. So in about three weeks, they'll have their fourth race of the season, which I'm sure that most of these cars in the top 10 will probably be there. Uh, Jim Widener is sitting fourth. Randy Merrick. Robert Abbott, Andrew Handress, uh, David Monday, Scott Wildgust, and Craig Sullivan round out your top 10. Over in Factory Supercars, Chuck Watson. Now, if you don't know what Factory Supercars are, do yourself a favor and check it out. Factory Supercars, I always, uh, you're talking about like Copos and Cobra Jets and stuff. Fun cars to watch. NA 10.5. NA 10.5. Again, I, I love these classes. It just sucks that the people running the series and the series photographer, uh, it is what it is. I'm not going into that. Leonard Long. Leonard Long is uh, got the lead. Not by much, though. Leonard's at 1470 and David Thiessen's at 1295 with uh, Rocco Curry and Joe Clemente. Uh, not far behind him. So it looks like there's a hell of a season shaping up in Dart NA 105. Uh Pro Street, Pro Street, another close one. Uh Nicole Liberty Cash catch at 1470. David Fallon Jr. at 1410. So looks like uh we may have a shootout in Pro Street uh, headed to the headed towards the end of the season. Performance stock, Glenn Pushish, uh at 13, <laughs> how fitting, 1320. And Haley Burkhammer at 1240, followed by Scott Brown at 1075. Edel Brock Extreme Street. Holy shit. They, they, wow. This is impressive, folks. Bill Trevato at 1390. Now, again, some of these races, like if you look at race one for Bill Travato, Bill Travato gained 690 points, it looks like. 690 points at the first race of the year. Um, not sure what the S stands for. Hold on. Oh, for tech in points. So, um, Or something like that. Tech in. Oh, and record for ET. Okay. So going back to Extreme Street. Bill Travato is at 1,390 points. And again, you can collect a whole shit ton of points at all these races. Joel Greathouse is at 1,370. Tony Ortz is at 1,235. And Becky Cram is at 1,230. If you want to talk about that's going to be a hell of a end of the year stretch for that class with these three races left and you've legitimately, and, and let's face it, even, uh, Alton Clements at eight seventy, I mean, mathematically not out of it. Um, 
that's that's a huge huge deal folks you may have four cars shooting it out at the nmca world finals all for that extreme street title um super happy to see that uh i know joel is probably going for the double up with extreme extreme street and renegade so that'll be good to see um if that can happen but again he's gonna have to get around bill travato so not sure uh not sure where that'll end up but it'll be fun to watch and pay attention to so if you are in the martin michigan area later on this month you can catch nmca um if again if you are in the virginia area pra's got a race this month if you are in tennessee and you like some car audio stuff head over to knoxville for the excess power show in a couple of weeks and i believe uh crossville has got a huge event coming up this coming up weekend i think jet cars and stuff like that not 100 percent sure let's go over to nhra for a moment and we'll look at the uh we'll look at the big four plus pro mod how about we do that just look at the big four and then pro mod Mike Salinas, unofficial points following the Summit Racing Equipment U.S. or Summit Racing Equipment NHRA Nationals. Okay, Mike Salinas. Mike Salinas has got a 12-point lead on Brittany Force and a 109-point lead on Steve Torrance. Justin Ashley uh, sitting at four, 110 back. And it really kind of falls off from there. Then you're more than 300 back, which is a whole lot of racing to try to catch up. Uh, what is shocking to me is the names that are outside of the top 10. Names like Antron Brown, Tony Schumacher. I mean, those are two of the biggest names we've ever had in top fuel racing. And they're outside the top 10 right now, halfway through. I'm not going to say halfway through. We've still got a Western swing. NHRA has obviously got a lot more races. But calendar-wise, we're halfway through the year. And to see to see those two names outside the top 10, that's a huge deal. Moving over to funny, funny, funny car. Um, Robert Height sitting in first. Matt Hagen only 21 points behind. Uh, Ron Caps. It's a huge story and huge kudos to Ron, uh, who I would love to have on the show. And I have actually interviewed him before when I did a show with Chad over at Bang Shift. Um, Ron, owner driver for the first time this year. He's only 100 points back. John Force, 274 back. Cruz rounds out the Cruz Pedregon rounds out the top five at 368 back. Um, not a bunch of notable, a huge note, and no offense to I mean, all these drivers are notable, but um, big names outside the top 10, not really seeing anything um, that you would be surprised by as a, as a casual fan. The drive for five. NHRA Pro Stock, Erica Enders, number one. Again, the drive for five is on. Uh, we're ten out of twenty-two events. I don't remember if I don't remember how many events Pro Stock has left. Um, but 
again, Erica Enders sitting in first, Aaron Stanfield second at 105 back, Kyle Koretsky, 252 back, Dallas Green, Greg Anderson round out the top five. Um, the big name that I'm seeing here, actually two big names not in the top 10 that you would normally see in the top 10 are Troy Coughlin Jr. and Chris Magaha both outside of the top 10 looking in uh Troy at 12 and Chris at 14 that is um surprising to say the least both huge highly highly skilled high caliber drivers so uh I do see Mason Magaha is sitting at sixth with Camry Caruso seven Derek Kramer at eight Matt Hartford at nine and Bo Butner the third at 10. Jumping over to Pro Stock Motorcycle. Steve Johnson at the number one spot. Followed by Angel Sampay, Karen Stouffer, Joey Gladstone, and Angie Smith. Matt Smith is sitting sixth and Eddie Craywick is sitting seventh. Now, when I listed off some of the other pro drivers and we were talking about how far back they are points wise mathematically it's hard to make up 300 points even if you've got 10 races left with that said i look at these bike points steve johnson is at number one eddie craywick's at number seven eddie is only 111 points behind steve johnson the top seven bikes Actually, the top nine bikes are all within 200 points of each other. So that uh, that's going to be very, very interesting to see how that plays out uh, later on this year. Okay, let's see. Yeah, go figure. NHRA can't seem to uh, put... Apparently, you have to calculate your own damn points for Pro Mod. Uh, it has really been the Chris Thorne season over in uh, NHRA Pro Mod, though. Uh, the Fuel Tech NHRA Pro Mod, and by the way, Fuel Tech has come on as uh, the uh, sponsor of NHRA Pro Mod, presented by D Wagon. But yeah, it's definitely been the Chris Thorne season. He's at four eighteen. And Lyle Barnett is sitting second. Lyle is 200 and 200 and whoa, 212 points behind Chris, uh, followed by Stan Shelton at 201. So Stan is just five behind Lyle, Jose Gonzalez, Justin Bond, um, Mike Thielen. Uh, Tyler Miller, J.R. Gray, Sidney Frigo, Khaled Al-Belushi. Now, everybody wants to know. Uh, don't ask me where Stevie is because I don't even see him on the damn list. Which, that can't be right. So, you know, take this with, uh, let's see. Jackson, 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 Jackson. I don't see Stevie anywhere on this damn list. And so I don't, I don't imagine how that can be right. Um, because I am a hundred percent sure that Stevie has been at races this year. Now he's struggled here and there, but, uh, 
And yeah, I don't understand how, what the hell is going on with this points list, but leave it up to NHRA. They could fuck up a wet dream. So there you have uh, NHRA. Don't ask me where Stevie's at because honestly, um, it's not listed on there. So I don't know what to tell you. Oh, let's see what else has been going on in drag racing. It's been an interesting first half of the year. Um, for me personally, it's been a little bit difficult, obviously, with the loss of Ronnie. And there have been a lot of a lot of crashes this year. Another thing uh, that we need to touch on is supply chain. Glue, glue, and more glue. Uh, listen, unless you're on no prep kings, you're not paying much attention to glue. Uh, or I'm sorry, vice versa. If you're on no prep kings, you don't really care all that much about glue. Everywhere else, glue shortages have been, uh, for the last month or two, have really been the kind of, oh my God, what are we going to do type of deal. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a struggle to find glue, get glue for track prep. I'm hoping that that changes because the second half of the season, which it's very interesting. We get through June and that's kind of like the first half of the season, July and August, not a whole hell of a lot going on after that. Uh, September starting September and going all the way through early December. It is our season is so backloaded with some of the best racing uh, imaginable that it'll be interesting to see how this glue situation, if it continues to be a situation, plays out. I'll be personally interested to see how that goes. So that is kind of a wrap-up of where we're at with uh, – some of the larger series in drag racing in the first half of the season. If you were to ask me to give an overall report card on how great the racing has been in the first half of the season, I'm going to give it a B. I think it's a solid B. I'll tell you why, because I think the second half of the season, I think the second half of the season is going to be fucking a plus. I think you are just going to see some amazing shit starting the first weekend of September and ripping all the way through December. I think you are going to see huge races, yellow bullets, no mercy, shakedown, the world finals in PDRA, NHRA, Midwest, NMCA, NMRA. You've got U.S. Street Nationals. You've, or I'm sorry, not U.S. Street Nationals, Snowbirds. FL2K, World Street Nationals. Some, a lot of the biggest races of the year, uh, World Cup in Maryland. A lot of the biggest races of the year happen between September and December. So I'm not going to give the front half an A because if I give the front half of the season an A and the back half of the season just fucking destroys it, what do I give them at that point? I think we need to wait and see, and we'll go from there. But as of right now, yep, a solid B. Uh, we've got some great, great races churning up right now. So we'll see how that kind of all plays out towards the end of the season. 
Uh, that's all I got for you right now. If you liked the content and you want to hear more of it or you want to follow along, just click the subscribe button, click your notifications. If you want to get notifications on when I do this stuff, I greatly appreciate it. Um, I do have to mention our show sponsors, uh, Mensor Motorsports, Garrett Advancing Motion. Uh, most of you know them as Garrett Turbos and, of course, Classic Graphics. If you need uh, apparel, team apparel, crew apparel, whatever it may be, hit up Scott at Classic. Let them know that Damon sent you. Greatly appreciate it. So for now, that's all I got. I appreciate the time and uh, take care.